Welcome, everybody, to the 25-minute coaching podcast. Uh, the whole goal of these podcasts is to um, work one-on-one with uh, agents that um, have a certain challenge or obstacle and um, work through it within 25 minutes and solve the problem and finish with a blueprint so that people can go on and have great success um, in their niche market or doubling their income for the next year. So um, today I'm so excited because I have Catherine Daw from Montreal on the phone. So hi, Catherine. Hi, Glenn. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you very much. Talk with you today because what I love about doing these calls is we can just take whatever the issue is and just really break it down into little pieces. So what would you say right now? Well, first of all, before we start on that, Catherine, um, if anyone's got people who are going to be relocating to um, Montreal, um, Catherine's the person you should probably be sending your referrals to. So Catherine, is there any way, um, so where do you work, first of all, and what are your contacts number if anybody wants to follow up and have a conversation with you or refer business to you? Um, well, I'm a Keller Williams agent, and the agency is KW Herbe, um, downtown Montreal. And you can reach me at 514-910-2215 or um, Catherine at CatherineDaw.com. Uh, that's C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-D-A-W-E.com. Perfect. All right. So what would you say is the biggest challenge or obstacle that you're facing right now in your business? Well, there's two that I'm working on now, and I guess the first one is the um, the lack of a really big why, um, and the second is trying to figure out uh, what the what the niche. I've been in business for ten years, and I've never figured out what the niche market is because I I allow myself to get pulled in a number of different directions. So I've been working on that a bit, and and I've realized that I where I do do most of my business is not exactly where I am most comfortable doing my business. So I, I kind of want to move it, but I'm not sure how. Okay, so if we look back in the last 12 months, what were the five top deals that you had? Like, who were the, what were the five transactions that if you, when you reflect back on it, you're like, if I could just get more people like that buying homes there um, because I really liked these qualities about these people, what would it be? What does that look like? Can you paint a picture for us? Um, I like people that are... Um... I like people that are able to make decisions that appreciate the the qualities that I'm going to bring to a transaction, Um, people that know what they want, people that are open to my suggestions. Um, I have a bit of an issue with people that are too too detailed and picky. Um, uh, Despite, you know, despite being good at what I do, people like that kind of make me very insecure. Um, so I guess people, you know, executive kind of people, um, uh, motivated buyers, um, um, buyers that are going to appreciate and trust what, uh, the, the, the advice that I can bring to them. Okay. Uh, and what kind of uh, certain age. Okay. So what kind of volume do you do right now? Like what, how many transactions do you, so just so everyone can understand where you are right now in your business? Um, I've done about 40 transactions a year for the last couple of years. Okay. So that's a pretty big, that's a big book of business. Yeah, not good. as big as I want it to be, though. <laughs> okay, so the first thing that we can kind of talk about is like you, you what you mentioned, all the qualities that you liked about those clients are really um, mindsets that are probably very similar to yours. 
that yeah. um and and it's really people who have almost the same values as you do um because i always find when you're working with people who don't have the same values like there's just a conflict right and it's really hard to get excited when people don't have the same type of values as you do so let's just talk about first of all the, the kind of mindsets that you you mentioned i'll review some of them and if you can add to them so you like professionals uh mm-hmm. executives people who make decisions quickly, who Mm -hmm. appreciate you, appreciate the value that you bring to the transaction, that um, are, what were some of the other ones? I think that was the top five. Was there a couple more? Um, Well, I have a lot of fun working with gay men, but I don't know if that's a niche market or not. Of course it is, yeah. Um, And... um, um, I'm pretty good with working with people that are getting divorced, actually, high high end divorces. But I, I again, is that a niche market? I don't know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a great um, niche market. And high high end high end properties. Right. You know, properties that are selling um, in in about the million dollar range. Right. That's and probably so where that... I'm most comfortable. Okay, is that your luxury market? What would be the luxury brand? Just so everyone understands, um, like, what would the, be the band of pricing in Montreal? Um, I think it depends on the size of property that you're buying. But if you're looking at a condo, then anywhere from, you know, a smaller condo at 750 would be luxury. Um, but but they could go up into the several millions. Um, I don't do luxury houses. Okay. Okay. So it's um, more a downtown work you do than more yeah. outside of the inner core. Okay. Yeah, a lot of downtown condos. Right. So um, if you were to just, and for those on the call, you might not understand these areas, but you can think about, you can answer these questions yourself. Like, what would be some of the um, areas? So if I had to paint a picture for you, it's like, okay, Catherine, tomorrow at 10 a.m. and at 1 p.m. and at 4 p.m., you have three client meetings. Who are they? Where are they now? Where are they going? And why are they moving? Oh my goodness! Um, who are they? Where are they coming from? And where are they going? Yeah. Um, and why are they moving? It, just reflect back on your even last year. Just people who you've helped. Okay, not the, okay. So the ones that I have dealt with. Um, uh, parents of students that are going to uh, McGill, um, or, or that want to buy a family condo that is that is you know international people that are coming in that want to buy themselves a a, a nice residence in the heart of downtown, um, uh, people that are moving from um, um, a small con- a smaller condo into something into a luxurious property, um, newly formed couples. Oh my goodness, this is a boy you you stumped me. Um, okay, repeat, listen, repeat your question. You better give me the questions one at a time. Yeah. So, and I'm not here to stump you. I'm just. It's really. I'm just yeah. trying to paint the picture for people listening and for yourself too. Of who is your dream come true client? When you look back and you go, "Wow, I helped these people sell their small condo here and move here, and I loved working with them. They were amazing people, and I loved the product that I was selling. And if I could fill my schedule every week with that type of client meeting." 
who would be that perfect client? Like, what's their demographic? Like, how old are they? Um, you know, uh, you already mentioned that they're professional and that they're executive. Um, how much is the condo they're selling and how much would it be that they're buying? Because what you're going to find is the more niche you get into that. Um, so let me just ask you a question. If they're selling a smaller condo and buying a bigger condo, what are the two prices they're moving from? Well, one from one price to another. Oh, they could be selling it at um, a two-bedroom at four hundred thousand and moving up into a three-bedroom with parking at, um, in a better area at um, seven eight. Right. So if we were to take, if you were to add those two numbers together, um, mm -hmm. and you could kind of figure out, figure out and calculate the commission that you would make on that, mm -hmm. how many of those would you have to do if that's just the only thing you do in order to hit your annual goals? Um, my annual goals for next year, I'd probably have to do about 40 of those. 40 of those. So uh, 35, 35, yeah. 35 ends or 35 people? So 70 ends, what would it be? Um, when I add the two transactions together, I would need to do 35 of those to hit my goals for 2016. Right. Okay. So if we wanted to focus on that area of your niche market, there's a kind of a bit of a unique conversation that's going on in their head when they're sitting in a smaller condo thinking about going to a larger three-bedroom condo with Parker. So mm -hmm. what is their biggest fear? What are they thinking and what keeps them up at night? Because if we could design a marketing platform for you or um, other marketing piece or um, you know, whether it be a Facebook group or whatever, that, that would just target those people who are sitting in $400,000 condos and they wanted to go to $900,000 condos, um, what would we do? What, what's keeping them up at night? Or what's your conversations when you're working with them? Um, there's concern about... Um there's concern about 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 um, a downturn in the condo market in Montreal. Uh, there's concern about not getting enough money for their own property, uh, but paying too much for the other property. Uh, there's a concern about um, lack of uh, sufficient inventory. Right. Um, and surprisingly enough, there does not seem to be a concern about what um, economic um, uh, potential economic downturn. So that's not even in the in the picture. So really, it's lack of inventory, um, selling theirs for too little, and buying the other one for too much. Right. So if that's what they're thinking about, because so it's like, okay, so how do I, so really is how do I get the most money for the condo that I'm in? Mm -hmm. um, and we could start almost doing a, a blog or a, a marketing piece about it or post it on Facebook is like the 12 secrets to get the most money um, for your condo in Montreal. And you probably would know those 12 secrets, right? I'm not going to put you on the spot now, but if you were actually doing a consultation with a seller, you would be able to say, okay, here's the best way for you to get the most money for your property, right? That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah I could do that. Yeah, and so if you're marketing, because what we're trying to do is we're just trying to enter the unique conversation that's already going on in your prospect's head. And when you come out with this list of the 12 um, secrets to getting the most money for your condo, um, they go, I want that. And mm. so they kind of put up their hand and they go, yeah, I'd love to get that, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then if you were, and then if you know this is where they are and this is what their concern is, um, there's probably an area in Montreal where most of these people are living right now. And then they go into the new area, which is where, or is it with, is it in the same area, just a bigger building or is it, uh, are they moving far geographically or is it nearby? But they're staying relatively close to the downtown core. They could be moving from um, more of a bohemian funky area over to a, a, a wealthier, more stable area, or they would, they would stay within, uh, uh, within their own area. Right. It could be so, one or the other, but but both of the areas are not far one from the other. Right. So the other offer that we could give them is um, maybe a free list of the top 10 best luxury condo deals in Montreal right now. Would you like a free list of the top 10 best deals of two or three bedroom luxury condos in Montreal with parking between this price and that price? Mm-hmm. And that's also Facebook? Yeah, well, we could do it, it like either way you want to do it. It just depends on where we're going to hit your, like, where's your market right now, you know? Mm-hmm. You could also do Craigslist Kijiji. You could do online marketing around that. Um, but what I found is that most people are on Facebook. And we that's could do why. that as a, um, a, a, as a pay-per-click? Yes. You could do it, or you could just boost a post on Facebook. Okay. So, um, so if you start thinking about... Um, even on your Facebook page and your Facebook friends, mm-hmm. if you started just publishing more articles about what your target market is looking for, mm-hmm. then who's going to reply to that? Mm-hmm. Right now, I publish pretty much anything that I feel like publishing. Right. Uh, no, the, not, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's okay. No, I, I was just saying right now on Facebook, I, 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 um, I'm not so strategic about the stuff that I'm, I'm posting on my Facebook page. That's interesting. Right. right. So the more, it's almost like if you were, um, um, if someone was going fishing, that there's certain different lures that mm-hmm. catch different types of fish, and so um, the moment you start positioning yourself in the marketplace as the person who understands what those people are looking for and what they need, and then you start giving it to them in such an easy, it looks random um, to them, but it's exactly what they're looking for, right? So it's pretty hard when you give someone exactly what they're looking for, targeted directly to them. It's pretty hard for them to go, no, I'm not interested in it. I don't mm-hmm. want to do it. Mm-hmm. So if you could do a report on luxury condos in Montreal, here's my report, and you send it out to your database and you get them and then they will start sending it out to people they know who might be looking for condos. And then you start to position yourself as the expert on Montreal luxury condos. And when people Google Montreal Luxury Condos, and if you have a Facebook page called Montreal Luxury Condos, guess what? Because that's what Facebook does. It comes right up on the first page of the searches, right? And if someone can come and go, oh, and then they can look at your site and see that you're the one, you're the only one talking about what they're really looking for, mm-hmm. then that's when they start putting their hand up and reaching out to you, and that's what marketing is. Prospect is you got to go hunt them down. Marketing is keep giving them such incredible offers that it's impossible for them to say no. And then they put up their hand and say, yeah, I'm interested in that free report. 
Okay, you can't see me, but I'm smiling. (laughs) (laughs) See, once you actually, because that's exactly what they want. And while all of the other agents right now are trying to be generalists and they're because they don't want to miss anybody. So because they're trying to be everything to everybody, they're nothing to nobody. And then you kind of break through this and go, I'm the one who needs, who's got exactly what you're looking for. Now, how many of these these different Facebook pages and, and niche markets? <laughs> well, that's oh, the beautiful thing. That's the yeah. great thing about building a business is couldn't you, if we started with just moving um, the needle here on what people are looking for to sell their condo and then go to luxury condos, and that was your first niche that we developed. Mm-hmm. And then you could do the exact same thing for um, – international students who want to buy a condo near McGill. It's like, mm-hmm. here's the 12 mm-hmm. secrets to buying your the best condo next to McGill for your son or daughter. And that becomes the page is, um, you know, uh, like, and then you can almost hire somebody because yeah. it sounds like you're more excited working in the executive professional level than helping international. Mm-hmm. Like you'll do it, but you could almost start going, who could I find in my office right now who loves... You're exciting me about just creating this stuff. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the fun thing about it, right? fun. Yeah. Well, that's the game you get to play, right? You get to go, oh, I know what they're looking for now because I'm the only one who's thought about this. And then you start to play chess with them. You start to go, okay, well, this is probably what I'm going to give you because this should be your next move. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And you could even start, you could do a book. You could do a book right now in Montreal on the 10 secrets to buying your first student condo in Montreal. You could do um, a special report on the 10 secrets to buying a luxury condo. You could rank the buildings. You could. So the moment you start giving your knowledge away for free and coming from contribution to your target market is the mm-hmm. moment they'll start to consume it and then reach out to you. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. So what are your thoughts about that? Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, it, it, it clarifies a direction that I should go in for my marketing, uh, which up until now has, you know, has involved, yes, door knocking and flyers and, and um, you know, just listed, just sold, that kind of thing. But this just seems so much more... Um, um, more focused and more targeted towards the people that I um, uh, that I want to attract, as opposed to just throwing the spaghetti all over the fridge. I'm just, you know, I'm just going in and selecting the uh, the people, um, sending something to the people that that um, that I want to work with. Right. And then you just start giving them more and more free offers, right? So um, not only would you, here's um, here's the report on those condos, um, would you like a free list of the, the top 10 best units? And so how are we going to give them the right list for them? And that's when they're going to reach out by phone or email or by mm-hmm. text or whatever. And then you go right into a buyer consultation and you just ask the four simple questions, which is what does the perfect condo look like? What is the perfect area? What is the perfect time frame for you? And what's your mm-hmm. perfect price? And anyone who answers those questions, you'll be able to go on and pull off the top 10 condos. 
and then you send it to them and you go, oh, by the way, we also are offering a um, free orientation tour of these condos. And, you know, no cost, no obligation. Um, the first two tours are on me. Just want to make sure that this is the right thing for you guys to do right now. Um, want to see if your money and expectations at the right level and just go and serve them. And you can always, after the tour, then go and meet for a coffee. You know, say, hey, well, you know, we just did the tour. Why don't we sit down for coffee and get really clear on what you're looking for? And I just find that this way of coming from contribution um, is um, normal, I think, for me, but it seems crazily unique in the real estate marketplace right now because everyone else is putting up barriers like, you know, sign in at my open house so I can follow up with you. You know, you must sign um, buyer agency representations or documents before I do anything. Like it's this whole, the risk is on the consumer when the, the, mm -hmm. the risk is, it shouldn't be. It's just make it so ridiculously easy. And here's the magic that you're going to find, Catherine, is, um, and you probably already find, found it, is those people mm -hmm. are friends with people just like them. Mm-hmm. And so once you get into their network and you've experienced this, whether it be, you know, there's some law firms in Toronto where I've done tons of transactions because I got into one lawyer, right? And they just keep referring within. Um, the beautiful thing about the market you're in is they're professional. They make a lot of money. They know, so they make a lot of money per hour. So your fee is really nothing to them compared mm -hmm. to working at the mm -hmm. first-time buyer market, right? Mm -hmm. Their time is valuable, yeah. Well, all right. Then, then here's a question because sure. you keep referring to it being a free report and this is free and, and another free report. Do you find that it's necessary to use that word free? Because sometimes it, 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 it's, it makes me think that it's kind of obviously a hook. It could be. It's your perception. Everyone's got different perceptions on it. The, yeah. All I'm trying to do is just lower the resistance to someone taking the offer. Okay. Like, I just want to make it, I want to use words like free. I want to use no obligation, um, mm -hmm. uh, no commitment, uh, because it, the initial stage is, um, it's like dating, right? I, you know, I think our industry's got it backwards where they sit there and say, well, before I do work with you, you have to sign basically a marriage buyer contract with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, call me old fashioned, but how about we date for a little bit, you know? Because I might not be the right agent for you and you might not be the right client for you. So let's just go date. Let's just go date. And mm -hmm. um, and that's why I always want to be using those words like, hey, no obligation, no commitment. Let's just go out, right? We might go out and it's not the right time for you. Well, that's perfectly fine with me because I know you'll be in, I can put you in my database and I can um, send you interesting stuff that's pertinent to you. And maybe nine months or a year from now, it's fine. Well, that's how the world works. I mean, um, I, I really strongly believe that agents have to let buyers and sellers move on their own timeline, not the agents. Yeah, I agree. You know, like an agent say to me, oh, Glenn, I want to do four deals by the end of the year. I've got to do four deals. And I'm like, that's your problem. That's not the universe's problem. It's not the client's problem out there. It's, you know, it's your problem. You know, I like your intention. You want to do four more transactions. Great. But it's pretty hard to meet somebody right now today and have a closed transaction or a written deal within the next week or two. Like the percentages are just so out of whack on that. When it, and it's not fair to the client. It's not. Like, you know, and it's this whole mindset too. People are like, oh, I only show people five homes, and if they don't buy, then I get rid of them. I'm like, you're just in the short money trap. The short money is you got to do a deal right now, and that's your problem. The long money trap is your 
business is your database and your book of business is how well you serve people and how many referrals you generate out of a really healthy database because you come from contribution all the time. Interesting. It, it, it's amazing how you can look at business when you step back a few, uh, a few meters, you know. You see things very differently than when you're in the middle of it and you're trying to put out this report or get that deal done or drum up new business. When you get better perspective, it becomes a lot simpler and a lot clearer. Yeah, and it's. I think it's easy. I, I, I like to refer to it as friction-free real estate. Like it should be so easy. Like even something as simple as this. Like if someone wanted to go and see condos, a lot of people say, "Come in for a buyer consultation." Why don't you just skip the step? Why don't you say, "What are you looking for?" Let's go and take a look, and then just go for coffee afterwards. Now you've accomplished the exact same goal, but you've had two hours to build rapport and build trust, and they've been checking you out, and you're checking them out. And you know by the end of that period of time if it's someone you want to work with, right, and if they want to work with you. So I just think it's, um, you know, uh, more and more people now are, um, they're so connected in this world but they're also so lonely and not being held, like they're not even being heard in the world right now. And I think the more that we can, um, you know, uh, come with them, give them the individual attention that they deserve and serve them at an incredibly high level and makes the transaction so fantastic, then they're just going to become raving fans for your business. And you know what? Uh, I'll guarantee you, what's your favorite Mont uh, restaurant in Montreal right now? Oh, I like going down to a place called Holder in Old Montreal. Right. And do they do any advertising? Um, they do a bit, but it's mostly because people like the atmosphere down there, and they've got a very loyal clientele. Right, and they're busy because people love the product. Always the food's good. Busy. And food the is, good. is good. The people are great. The service is fantastic, and and they remember you and they welcome you, and you feel important when you go in there. Right, and that's the secret to your real estate business. It's your product is great, your service is fantastic. You're always busy because people are always coming back to you, and they're, you're in the reorder business, you know, instead of just doing a deal. And people um, love referring other people to you, and that's just the secret recipe. It's your real estate practice is no different than your favorite restaurant. And then if you can compare your favorite restaurant to some of the other big chains in Montreal, that where people are spending millions of dollars advertising to get new customers all the time because they do such a bad job that they have to keep mm -hmm. marketing. You know, mm -hmm. so it's really cool. So, how was that? Did that kind of solve a little bit? Do you think you have a bit of a blueprint right now? Oh, it's wonderful. I've I've got a big smile on my face, and I can't wait to get off the phone and, <laughs> and get going. Okay, so I'm just going to stop the recording. Okay, right now, Catherine, but just hold okay. on the line. Okay, but thanks a million. I really appreciate this. Okay. Thank you.